And we're back again. This is the magic, still, still the magic xylophone enthusiast podcast. The podcast that is not optimized for search results when you look for a podcast about The Simpsons. Uh, I'm Mark. I'm Paul. And we're uh, we're still working on changing our name. We are. We are. We'll. We're not going to. That's okay. We're going to get to a point where we have, a, you know, like a nice backlog of uh, episodes that we talked about, and then uh, then we'll get around to it. And then people can be like, oh, I found an, I found yeah. a podcast. Yeah, for sure. They, they have 58 hours worth of uh, material that I can go back through and listen to. You know, because the one thing the world is short on is uh, podcasts and yeah. long on people's time. People really, really People want to hear what we have to so say about obscure Simpsons episodes. People are so bored, and there's very few outlets for entertainment these days. Uh, these days always having been one of my least favorite um, turns of phrase. Hmm. How do you turn a phrase? I don't, I don't know, man. Turn a phrase is a turn of phrase, is it not? Um... It's hot still in New York. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! It's still hot. We are uh, we're struggling through a recording podcasts with no air conditioning. Um, it's the summer, and uh, New York's the you know it, you sweat a lot, a and, place. and you just kind of sit and stare at the wall and hope that the the cooler night air comes soon. But that's what we should be doing: recording at like you know two in the morning. But uh, it's instead it's like five in the afternoon at the height of the day, so. Um, we decided to bottle ourselves in for an hour. Yeah, so that's where we're at. Uh, this week we are. I almost asked, "How are you?" Like just like I'm so out of it. Like, how you doing? How are you like, doing? Didn't we just complain right. about how we're doing? No, and I meant more like in general to the radio people. Like this is on a telephone. Yeah. Just like, uh, how are you? And now it's your time to talk. We're taking calls. Um. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, uh, yeah. let's, oh, and it's a Christmas episode, so there's going to be snow falling the whole time. Nothing more irritating than seeing snow in the, you know, um, I don't know, every, every time somebody bitches and moans about how cold it is, I'm like, you know what, it's, it's easier to do here in this city, though, we heat better than we cool, for so sure. Easier. Uh, everybody's, uh, radiators get turned all the way up, but then you just crack the window and you regulate your own heat by opening your window. That's how you work a New York City apartment. And, mm -hmm. and, and also the buildings are all heated. Everything's heated with hot water. So you just turn on the radiators and let them go and it's more efficient. But man, when this city falls apart during the heat, it falls apart. Like nothing works right. <laughs> it's, everything's hot. The subways are hot. You have to walk between everything. Yeah. When you get to something, the building's AC has gone down because it's not equipped to handle 90 plus degree temperatures. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just weird right now. It's rough. It's rough. Anyway, so this week we're watching an episode that has a Christmas theme, but uh, they jump into the future. What what episode is it again? Uh, the episode is, as he says, as he closed the file that had everything written. Uh, holidays of future past. Excellent. So this one, I'm led to believe, has uh, some Bart and Lisa marriage children. Yeah, I think this future. is the family one. 
it's a it's a whole family one. So last week we studied, you know, we 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 studied. We watched an episode of the TV what had Lisa go future toward um, where the one where Lisa got married. So that one jumped ahead 15 years in the future. So this one's jumping ahead in the future. We're trying to stick with that theme. Um, and we're going to see what this one is like in comparison to that one. Um, does that sound good to you, Paul? Do we have a choice? No, we've okay. already started. All right. So, all right, so we're going to watch this episode, and we'll be right back to talk about it. The Okay. Okay. We just watched, uh, what was that called again? Oh. Uh, now I'm asking questions to which there is no answer. There are no answers. It's some pun word. Something, thing. something. Holidays of Holidays Future Holidays of Future Past. I, I had it written down. Way to go, champ. Turns out, look at me. Um, yeah, that was, um, you know. I, I didn't think it was terrible. I didn't either, actually. I, I don't. It's not a terrible episode. It's pretty um, entertaining. I think it, it was nominated for an Emmy. I don't think it won that year. It got a uh, yeah. It had, um, it had interesting, uh, interesting insights to, uh, you know, what would be uh, future things that might happen. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, it was like, less futury than Lisa's wedding. Yeah. Like they, they kind of. We're less creative with the weird future things that they could do. They're like, okay, teleporter, whatever. Yeah, they just basically evolved the things that we're already using. Yeah. You know, which is fine, because that's basically what the future is anyway, right? Yep. So, um... So, the it starts with cafeteria trays are not toboggans. Yeah. 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 Great. Yeah, that's good. Um, we used to play a game called, um... We called it tray surfing, and um, it wasn't in. It was in high school, and uh, we would go to like a Jack in the Box or a McDonald's, and we would get a tray, and then hold on to the side of a car, and drive the car around while standing on the tray. That's pretty dumb, Mark. <laughs> you know. Um, it wasn't, like, the best idea, but, um... No. And, you know, you could just use that tray till the bottom wore out of it, which is fairly quickly. Yeah. And then you, uh, threw it away, and you had to go back to Jack in the Box. And order another 99 cent. Yeah, you know, I mean, usually they're just piled over by the trash can, so you can no. usually just go I in imagine you was the kind of person who was not paying for every tray you yeah. stole from <laughs> Jack in the Box. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do remember, yeah, I mean, because, like, it, it, Jack in the Box seemed to be the most, uh, common target for some reason. Jack in the Box has the best 99 cent menu for a high school kid because they have those two weird tacos yeah, huh. that you can get for 99 cents and like a chicken sandwich and a burger. In, uh, in college we did a similar thing but we just did sledding using that. Yeah, 
Well, I mean, this is basically like sledding, but on pavement. No, I understand the, di- the big traffic. fundamental difference. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I um, pieced them together on the first go-ahead. Whenever I recall instances from uh, my youth, I, I understand why the male mortality rate is so much higher than yeah. the female mortality rate. Uh, Once you hit 19, 20, though, we, we get it together. Get it together for a few years until uh, until our diets and habits catch back up to us again. Wow. And then, uh, yeah, I just don't, were men meant to live longer? I don't, I don't know. No. I don't think so. That's why we deflate like a balloon after 40 years. Yeah, it's just, yeah. Um, so anyway, um, yeah, so trays aren't to be used as toboggans, for yes. sure. Uh, and then the, the family is all gingerbread cookies, really ornately decorated, and they all get to kind of come out and when they see it for Santa. And yeah, that's good. Like, that's cute. That's fine. That's cute. Especially for a holiday episode. Fine. Good. Cute. So um, the, 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 the concept for the episode is that Marge is gathering the family around for their Christmas card photo. Well, yeah. So it's after Thanksgiving. And yeah. And they're going to do their Christmas card. Yeah, and, you know, that's a little... This one wasn't as overt with the, hey, here we go, jokes, jokes, kind of thing. But, um, you know, the transition from, like, ah, Thanksgiving's over, which means it's Christmas time. And she whips off a Thanksgiving sweater. She's got a Christmas sweater underneath. Mm-hmm. And they have to go take the photo. And, you know, it's all a little, like, yeah, okay. It's a little rushed and forced. and uh, Yeah, but that's just to get to it. I yeah, it's, and that's fine. Um, I honestly thought the montage thing of the photos was really cool. I liked the montage of the photos, though. Um, once we got into the montage of the photos, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, uh, and then you, a lot of jokes from it that were all pretty funny with very little dialogue or reading. Yeah, you didn't need anything because it's just you're seeing all of it happen. Um and it, it's easy enough to understand, but, uh, but yeah, so the montage is good. We end up in the future, uh, Barbie, um, and, uh, yeah, what, uh, Mar- Lisa and Milhouse are married. They've got a daughter named, what, Zinnia? Yeah. Is it like after the flower? Is Zin- Probably. Is a flower? Um, and, uh. Bart's got a couple kids. Maggie's a superstar who cleverly never talks still. I like that. Come yeah. on, they do that really well. Yeah, me. you know, why not, right? You might as well, like, not break. Uh, yeah. Not break stride, not break canon at that point. Well, and then you have to cast somebody as Maggie's voice. This is true. Which and is... then you have to keep that person around as Maggie's voice. Yes. So you have to contract them in as Maggie's yeah. voice for forever. Um or at least for, what, three more seasons or whatever they're yeah, going to have? they're going to get something more out of the show. Um, I think what this episode did best is all of the little written-down gags in the back, the freeze-frame gags. Yeah. Like the hospital and then the uh, Monty Burns Institute for Soul... Yeah, Soul Extraction. extraction. Yeah. Um, you know, Homer's reading a book called The Hardy Borgs. Yeah. Uh, there was a few other really good ones, just the... Uh, Howard's Flowers was now all of a sudden like a giant sky sh- uh, skyscraper. Yeah. Like, I think all those were really clever and really fun. Uh, the, uh, the, um, the Lard Lad was the first, like, the first, first church of Lard Lad. First church of Lard Lad. He was in, like, a, a, a robe. Yeah. Um, and, like, one of the churches was the, for the Beatles, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like visually what was going on 
mm-hmm. than the episode. It was good. It was fun because it was just a little. It, it, they had enough runway to to go a little crazy with it. You know, it's like oh, thirty years. What could have changed? Yeah. And it was like, yeah, you know, a, a lot of the same characters are around still, but they're down the road, and they, you know, they're not obligated to stick. Like you said uh, before, with like. They're not all, you know, anything that's in the future is not, ha- doesn't have to be considered canon, so they can do whatever they want with it, and they don't have to go back and worry about what they changed or what they did with anything, so, so they just, they, they went a little wild, and it was all, it was all pretty fun. Yeah, um, I, uh, a lot of the little clever listing things, a lot of little clever reference bit stuff. Like Milhouse's list of allergies for his seasonal allergies was really funny. The, the red part, mistletoe, and the red part of candy canes. The red part of candy canes. Yeah, it was good. Um, I could have. Uh, it, it just sort of felt like it was trying too hard to keep make sure all three of those storylines collided. You know. Yeah. Like they were really trying to make sure that it was like, oh, don't worry, the lesson that Bart learns is relevant to the lesson that Lisa learns is relevant to Maggie or whatever. Yeah, and I mean, what? So the overall theme of the episode is basically like you're you'll turn into your parents, and you 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 love your parents, and your children love you. If it's even if it's not always abundantly clear, yes. right? Yeah. Um, and then you know, it's like. That's a fine lesson, you know. Like everybody, oh, you know, Lisa finds that her daughter respects her. Bart learns to be a better father, but for you know, he learns that his dad was not a great father because he learned from the mistakes that he made and became a great grandfather. You know, right. a really good grandfather, um, which is like, you know, yeah, those are all super relevant yeah. things. Like my my mom and my uncle. Uh, couldn't believe they're like they can't they couldn't believe what a great grandfather my my grandfather is when i was born they were blown away because they were like we barely knew this guy could talk he basically ignored us and you know was just a stern weird authority figure and then you guys came along and he was playing under tables with you and stuff and being like the most caring compassionate human being ever it's like yeah you know people move on and they uh you know like they look back upon their lives and they realize they could have done things differently or whatever. Or, you know, it also helps that you, like, as a grandparent, you have no real responsibility for this child yeah. except for to love it and enjoy it and entertain it. You know, it's like you don't have to. Yeah, you do. You don't have to vaccinate it or pay for anything. You know, it's yeah. like, it's like no, you right. can just enjoy the straight up child parts of the child. So, um, uh, so you know, it's like all. The, the, the themes of the episode are are relevant and and it was a clever way to get there by jumping everybody into the future and getting to do a lot of gags on weird future things and you know what jokes about what things are gonna be like yeah the um the the, the Maggie paralleling the story of Jesus was yeah. a little dull for me yeah like, yeah. Like, like, we don't know one of the three wise band members, or, yeah. you know, lots of little things like that. I enjoyed a lot of the, you know, the the binky as for the epidural replacement, and... The the part of the Maggie story that I liked the most was the, the air travel part being, like, a Mad Max style. Yeah, like, that was, that was <laughs> really funny. Um, 
which is basically what it's like kind of what air travel feels like now anyway but yeah. uh um i mean air travel's comfortable it's just a little bit you know you're you're, you're herded on like cattle um but yeah it's just gone absolutely crazy and it's just run by like a bands of outlaws yeah. or whatever there's the guy who comes up asking for like a pillow and he shoots him out of the sky yeah yeah all real good yeah um the guy who comes up on the pillow is like basically the same guy from like mad max beyond thunderdome with the uh weird helicopter yeah, chair yeah, yeah. thing you know um so that part i liked about it i didn't i don't think maggie's storyline was necessary really at all no, for what they were trying to do so we didn't need it so i'll agree with you like uh yeah a little dull like we didn't need all the uh the jesus parallelism with maggie the, the tragedy though is it did have some of the funniest parts of it because computer hospital yeah it pulls up to the computer computer hospital yeah. the old-fashioned way gloves hospital yeah the gloves, <laughs> the gloves drive it for him yeah that was really good yeah uh Kearney, the uh, that's Kearney, right? Yeah, that's Kearney. Yeah, grown up Kearney as the um, as the the taxi driver. Um, but uh, yeah, well, I mean, it felt really weird to watch them drunk. Yes, it was weird, and as with, uh, I always have a problem with people being drunk in TV, basically, and movies, like. Especially, you almost, it's almost like, why don't you just get the actors drunk and let them be drunk through the role? And that's, I think that's like when the best drunk scenes are filmed, that's probably what's going on. Because the way drunk people act isn't like, like it is sometimes, but like, it takes a while before people start to really slur their speech. Like, you're pretty drunk at that point. But then good drunks don't do that. I had an Like, ex experienced drunks will not really slur their speech. That's the problem with, like, heavy drinkers is because they've learned to not do that because it's a tell. Um, and the, uh, I had an acting teacher who said that the best way to act drunk is to be trying to convince people you're sober. Yeah. Because that's not what sober people ever do. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, so many people don't waste their time. Like, I gotta let them know. Yeah, uh, I'm totally. But, yeah, you know, very like, deliberate with the words you're saying. It's yeah, like, like, you know, like, yeah, and it's like anytime anybody that might tell for people, I'm like, you know how I know you're drunk is because you're arguing about it. Like, yeah, it's like we wouldn't if I'm already if I've already said I think you're kind of drunk, and you're like, no, I'm not. It's like. That's how that uh, you immediately lost, like, yeah. You know, because a, a sober. Oh, really? Do I sound drunk? You know, it's like a person with a buzz will be surprised that they sound like they have a buzz. Yeah, 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 yeah. But a drunk person will immediately start arguing about how they're not drunk, and it's like oh, I can gauge how much you've had to drink just by throwing that out there. It's bait. This yeah. is bait for you to tell me how drunk you are because. Like, oh, do, really? Do, am I coming off a little bit? And then I'll be like, oh, okay, this person isn't drunk. Like, you know, they, 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 they're they sober enough to understand that they might be behaving a little off, you know. Yeah. But, like, a drunk person will absolutely deny that. 
Um, the, the, uh, do you ever watch Community? They have a great one moment where he goes, uh, he goes up to somebody like, "Are you Leroy?" And he goes, "Who's asking?" He goes, "So you are Leroy." Because if I if somebody ever come up and he goes, "Are you Leroy?" I go, "No, I'm Jeff. We're done here." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. Hey, Leroy. Um, yeah. So uh, that was weird. Them sitting in the tree drinking, uh, you know, like Springfield Cellars and mm-hmm. Springfield Cellars brand wine. Did like the name mm-hmm. of the wine. Um, yeah, all the decorative aspects of this episode are brilliant. Yeah, visual. Like I said, visually, I really liked everything going on. Um, you know, the way the houses and everything have like evolved and just yeah, it, like the Apu family uh, Taj Mahal. Yeah, was, was yeah, really nice. with all the the octuplets, octuplets. So the, That's you know, a sixty-four great children scene. or yeah, whatever yeah. sitting in the room. I liked how they, you know, just the way they set up the door closing bit was really good. It will upset because, them. Yeah. You know, I've been there, you know, that thing where like, please don't shut the door loudly, you know, whatever. And it always just, even yeah. if you don't, it makes a lot of noise. The little kid looking over and realizing they've been left for some reason. Um, even by somebody they didn't care about. Yeah. Uh, I did like her, um, the little jokes that got the, you know, a couple of the little gags that got made. The, uh, when Marge is going to bake Christmas cookies, she takes out the capsule and oh, yeah. shoots it with like, the ray or whatever, and then it just unfolds as to it being the uh, the recipe the recipe yeah, card. Yeah, yeah. So that she starts taking out like flour and baking soda. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah because yeah. Like, <laughs> that's like you know the old um that was even in uh, what uh, Back to the Future. You know, like microwaving the pizza. Yeah. They brought a Pizza Hut pizza over and just put it in the rehumidifier or whatever. Um, I yeah, I also had like Bart and Lisa drunk. The tree, I thought, was a good joke. I really like the tree. Like, this... For thousands of years, our consciousness was hidden. <laughs> like, basically tells him just to shut up. And like, up his sappy mouth. <laughs> return, like, return to position and slaps his hands <laughs> yeah. together. Like, it's just a disappointed tree. It's such a weird joke. I don't know, like... That's the reason it's good, is because yeah. it's weird, it doesn't really fit, and it's like... It doesn't, it doesn't really doesn't. It's the whole the reason the episode seems good is because it's almost an episode of Futurama. Yeah, that's why are, it seems you're better. Right, even like I was looking back, it's like what other weird things are there in the, mo- in the episode? And it's like, yeah, he puts the kids in the Lego ship that they build, then shrinks them and flies them around until they explode. until they crash it and they're fine, you know. And it's like it's so Futurama. It's just everything. That's why Futurama. Futurama is fun because it's got great jokes and like great dialogue but also all the visual gags are hilarious because you're like yeah the future's so dumb like in a smart way the future's really dumb and the future is dumb in a smart way because we're in the future i mean right now like we have, we all carry supercomputers essentially in our pockets you know compared to what what we started with but um because we can't do multiplication in our head anymore and we can't and now we're dumber for it but we're also we're like both dumber practically but more informed than humanity has ever been in yeah, all it's, time. It's, what do they say? Like a single issue of New York Times has more information in it than like somebody would have known prior to the 1700s or something like that. Yeah. Like there's that much just raw data in a single full newspaper. Yeah. And like I was reading a, an article on the de, uh, like decommoditization of, of things. And it was like, you know, just, it's like, we're, you know, it's, we're going to come to a point where, you know, it's like everyone's afraid that 
robots are going to take over and human beings aren't going to have anything to do. And it's like, but their, their fear is a little unfounded because that assumes that humans will need to do something because, but everything's going to get to be the point where it's so cheap that it's nearly free anyway, Mm -hmm. because like they're like, you know, the guy was just like, or guy or girl, whoever wrote it was like, think about it. You know, it's like, you carry in your smartphone the equivalent of like $900,000 in like 1970s money worth of stuff because you've got your calculator, you've got an encyclopedia with all of the information that you could ever find in the universe is available in your phone and like all this stuff and it's it's almost essentially free. Like (laughs) it costs you nearly nothing to own the phone. You can do it for like 30 bucks a month with a, you know, cheap data plan, but everything that it's, you know, it's like you've got your camera, You've got, you know, it's like every maps. maps, all this stuff that you would have had to purchase and the value of it that somehow they tallied all this value to like nine hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. But it's free, you know, and it's absolutely it's almost free. It costs you six hundred bucks if you're buying one out of contract, you know. And it's like so as we go further, you know, it's like solar panels become ubiquitous, you know. There's enough but the sun the the, the power that hits the earth from the sun in an hour is enough to, to, to fuel the, the days, the entire Earth's uh, energy use for five times over or something for a full day, but it's per hour, you know, it's just like, there's massive amounts of, 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 of energy we're going to learn to harness soon, so right. it's like, it's all doom and gloom, but like, yeah, no, we're figuring stuff out, too, so, you know, you know, wow, mechanisms that are going to come in and steal our farming jobs, it's like, well, who cares? <laughs> um now, none of that addresses the fact that we'll all just be very sad during all of it. But, oh, um, promise? Yeah. Nice. I mean, bummed out. But uh, anyway, uh, I, it's still hot in New York, so, so we're talking hot. about uh, how much uh, money we save by owning cell phones and switching to Geico. You switched to Geico yet? No, I haven't switched to Geico Coward. yet. Coward. need to look into that. Coward. Um, I like that uh, Homer stopped drinking. Yeah. And that, uh, that, but the, and Abe, when he's unlocking him and, you know, mm-hmm. he's taking him out of the carbonite and putting him back in or whatever over and over again, that goes on way too long. Way too long. Like, why in the hell would he keep doing that? Just let him yammer it out. But, and what's the point of turning him off and on? He's not coming up with new thoughts. It's a really a continuation of the, th- the same, yeah. like, spiel. Like, no, you're I right. It's not like it. a Switch game in, in, uh, Improv yeah, it wasn't. He wasn't waiting till he got to one where he was pleasant. He was turning him off and on for no reason until he got around to being pleasant. And the, the other weird, which makes no sense. No. <laughs> uh, the Lenny Carl changing bodies. Uh huh. Was weird. It's like okay, cool. That's a good way for you guys to make a joke about Lenny and Carl Lenny switching and Carl bodies. Down, but but that isn't really a very good joke. It didn't, certainly didn't amount to anything. It didn't amount to anything, so it's like, all right, that one kind of fell a little flat. Um, uh, I did like that Moe's uh, hasn't changed because it's consistently a crime scene. Yeah, um, yeah. Though, chalk outlines, um, you know, whatever. But uh, Sideshow Bob was one of them. Sideshow Bob was one of them. Yeah, there's a bunch of chalk outlines. Do you know why they use chalk outlines? Have you? No. They use chalk outlines when the person's still alive. So they need to be able to see, if the person dies on the way to the hospital, they need to be able to see where they were laying. Hmm. 
when they find the body of the person. Otherwise, they just come take pictures of a dead body. Yeah, no, they get that makes sense. Yeah, they use the chalk outlines to you know, like get him out of here, but they draw a line around him real quick if they ever, you know. That's what I've read about chalk outlines, anyway. Huh? Yeah. You know, the whole point of it being chalk is it can be washed away too. Yeah. So. Kind of weird that they have a bunch of them at Moe's. Yeah. Unless it was like a. Yeah, you know, and like everybody was you stabbed. The chalk them. outline gag or the trope of the chalk outline is there was a murder here, but hopefully there wasn't a murder there. There was just a serious assault. The, the least, yeah, the least, <laughs> like, mur the least yeah. murderous thing it could have been. Like there was an attempted murder here is what you're hoping for, you know. God. Um. Uh. Yeah. I don't really have anything to say about it. I don't know why this episode didn't feel bad. I, I don't want to blame it on the heat. I just don't think... Well... I think it's because it was like a four-story episode, too. So there's so much little things going on at once. Yeah, we're sitting in a 90-degree room watching an episode that has a lot of, like, fun visual gags to look at. Um, and some some pretty good, like, jokes sprinkled in throughout... And we're both kind of like sitting here eating gummy bears and or gummy worms rather. They don't need and, to know. And uh, they didn't need to know that, but I told them anyway. And just kind of like like slumped into a, a couch. So yeah. it seemed probably more if if it were sixty eight degrees outside and it were real tempting to be outside doing something, it might have not seemed as to be a great episode. But I enjoyed it for what it was <laughs> on today. I, it is a good episode. I think it's good storytelling. It's just weird that it involved so much, so many storylines and like, it felt like nothing happened though. Yeah, it did feel like nothing happened. Um, I did not think Maggie's storyline was necessary at all. No. Um, but maybe they just didn't have enough for a Bart and Lisa only, or they felt like they should include Maggie or whatever. Um, who knows? Mm -hmm. Who cares? True that. I thought it was one of the more enjoyable recent episodes we've seen. I liked it better than most of what we watched. Yeah. So for okay, sure. Good. You know? Well, there's so a reason got the Emmy on. I'll throw that. I'll throw that out there. You That's know, a nice was, concession. It was good. Like I, 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 had fun and I wasn't annoyed that much during it. So hey. Nice. That's high praise for me. That's decent praise from you. Yeah. Um. Do we want to? Do we have an episode pick for next week yet? No, we don't. We don't have anything planned for next week. Um. What would you be thinking? Um, let's do... I mean, I always just love doing the classics. Yeah, know? well, think of a classic episode you want to do. It's my job to pair it. Should we do Lemon of Troy? Want to do Lemon of Troy? Let's, let's do Lemon let's of do Troy. Let's do Lemon of Troy. Uh, that's season seven? I think, well, you know what? It might also be season six, which uh, we did last week. And the week before it. Okay, let's do a different season. Um, I'll pick something from like season eight or nine, like a later episode. But we'll uh, we'll 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 look into it. Um, we don't need to do it. Right? Well, we should because that way pe people who really adamantly follow the rules of this. Uh... This is true. We did see uh, the, uh, the, the, the the behind the behind the the laughter. You want to do behind the laughter? Let's do behind the laughter because we don't. That's season eleven. We yes. haven't done anything out of season eleven. Eleven yet. So. Um, behind the laughter, behind the music, you know, was a great show. Yeah. Behind the laughter, uh, do they still make that show? I have no idea. 
I don't think so. Don't it's on like VH1 anyway. We don't. We don't. So it's the twenty second episode of the eleventh season. Season eleven, episode twenty two. Behind the laughter. That's the behind the music parody or spinoff yeah. or whatever. Um, so we'll God, watch that for next week, and then Paul will find something that is thematically similar to that. Yeah, one. I think they've got another mockumentary episode in the future that I can do. Awesome. It'll be easy enough then. Okay, so next time we'll hope it's not a million degrees and we can uh, stay focused on something more than 30 seconds. And we'll check in with uh, Behind the Laughter then. Yes, let's do it then.